Welcome to Ted in Your Head, the podcast where we grab a hold of our minds and ask, what's happening here? Where we answer the question, what can I do with this? And where we seek to powerfully decide, this is what I want to create. This is your host, Ted Moreno. I'm a certified hypnotherapist, a success performance coach, and a fellow explorer of what is possible. Come on, let's check it out. Greetings and welcome to Ted In Your Head podcast number 19. This is the fourth in my interview series and today I'm having a conversation with Tarni Falloon. Tarni Falloon is a transformational mentor, speaker and workshop leader. Tarni's gift is partnering with those in leadership roles to resolve persistent and recurring pain or body symptoms at the root cause. Her expertise comes from being an Olympic level sports medicine physiotherapist combined with her master's in psychology and her movement certification. She also has had the privilege of being a TEDx Pasadena presenter. Tarni is a living embodiment of her work and has mentored and helped both women and men by getting to the root cause of their pain and stress and finding the relief they long for so they can lead and live with confidence, ease, and vitality. Tarni is passionate about creating the change this world is craving and firmly believes this begins with learning how to connect more deeply to your body, listening to its innate intelligence, and managing better our oftentimes overactive minds. Welcome, Tarni. Wonderful to have you. Thank you, Ted. Lovely to be with you again. Okay, so um, just a few questions. I'm so interested in the work that you do and have benefited from it. I've been to your workshops and, and done some work with you, and it's just fascinating. So what I would like to do is uh, start out by asking you, you know, what is it that you do as a transformational mentor? So what I do as a transformational mentor is take people from a really distressed place, a place where they're in pain or they've got body symptoms that are really um, causing a lot of uh, distress, as I said, and help shift that so they can find, as I said in the bio, vitality, joy, find their life again. So transformational mentor is about transforming someone's life. They're in a place where they're feeling stuck and usually, and my focus is this, is what's happening in the body, what's happening at the body level, and then how to transform that, change that, so they can have and live the life that they really want. And it shifts. The transformational could be with the pain, but usually uh, there's also transformational in relationships and work and many other, many other levels. Of course, because the assumption is that we express unresolved conflicts in our body. Yes, right? exactly. Okay. So how did you get into this kind of work, Tarni? Uh, interesting question, and I was been thinking about this in terms of, you know, as a young physiotherapist and as a sports medicine physiotherapist, I was very committed to the physical level. And then as I started working, and so I loved the physical, you know, come in, get your ankle fixed, your bad neck, whatever, your shoulder, and there was a system, you know, these steps. And then there were people that just didn't quite follow those steps or didn't quite get better. So, well, you know, what else was going on here? And I found that I had, um, I obviously have an empathic nature. People started sharing their deepest story. So one woman I was thinking of in, um, in Australia when I had my practice there, uh, she had a son that was disabled. 
And then she just started talking about all the stuff that was going on. And I remember I was a young physio then in my 20s. It was like fascinating. And so that led, one thing led to another. As people shared more, I wanted to get trained in it. I wanted to know more about how to deal with these emotional things that people were sharing. And also that took me on my own personal journey. So my work is really influenced not only by what I've done with clients and my training, but my own personal healing journey as I've discovered more about how intelligent, how wise, how important it is to live and honor the body messages, the body information. Okay, so a physiotherapist is like the Australian term for a physical therapist, yeah, yes. right? Yes, okay, just wanted yeah. to make sure that I understood that. Yeah. Um, so I'd like to ask you about this idea of body awareness that mm. y- you've just talked about a little bit. And, and before uh, you answer, I want to kind of talk about my own experience. You know, I've, I've known you for a long time. Mm. Uh, we bumped into each other at some Conscious Life Expo or something like that, and then didn't, I didn't see you for a long time. And then one day I was in a health food store and saw a flyer for a workshop you were having, and, mm-hmm. you know, I recognized your name, and I thought, well, this would be interesting to go to, which is highly unusual of me. Uh, but I went, and... It was, frankly, a little bit out of my comfort zone, uh, but still I found it very, very interesting. There was a lot of movement, basically, um, which I'm not really used to, moving my body in front of other people in ways that are not clearly defined, like walking or talking, right? right? right. So um, somehow, I don't know how you did it, uh, but you got me to take your workshop, which was (laughs) so revelatory for Mm. me. Mm. I got so much out of that, I don't even think I understand yet completely what I got out of it, but I definitely was introduced to a deeper connection with my physical body. And so I'm just so interested in this idea of body awareness and find that I'm beginning to really bring that more and more into my practice Mm. as a hypnotherapist. So can you please talk about what is exactly body awareness? So one of the first comments I'll make to that, Ted, is that you came, you'd met me, something took you to the health food store. That's partly a body awareness. It's like something, something more than just the mind. This isn't logical. This doesn't make sense. Why would I be doing this? You know, you, it's something beyond that. So the body awareness is, is about being connected to something beyond the mind, but it's actually about list, being able to take your breath and attention inside into your body and connect to that there's a there's a deeper place within us that knows things some people call it the gut instinct or intuitive or just you know some other thing I know rather than the mind working it out but body awareness is about being honoring and connecting the body intelligence the body wisdom the body awareness and trusting it. So it actually, it's, there's a no, body awareness is about a knowing that there's something beyond the mind. So why is it important that we have body awareness? Great question. Someone said to me yesterday, if everybody had that somatic awareness, so body awareness is somatic awareness, so I'm aware of my senses, my you know, touch, smell, taste, uh, feelings. You're not caught in any of them, but you're just aware of them. You've got that, the senses open. You're open to, um, you're open to the being able to be receptive. You're open to being able to know what you need and what you want. You're able to be, you're open to being able to voice. So, so the importance of body awareness 
is that you can have a fuller, richer, more happy life. And, and I think I didn't finish that statement. Someone yesterday said if we all had that somatic awareness, we wouldn't have problems in our world. We'd actually have a much healthier, healed world. And I actually firmly believe in that. I believe that this planet, the healing of this planet is going to come through a greater body awareness, which is actually waking up the more feminine energy. If you think, if you think we've lived a more patriarchal or masculine-based society of doing, providing, pushing, driving results. And the somatic awareness or the body awareness takes us into more... Uh, more into aware of our senses and what feels right and, and compassion and appropriateness and, and acceptance and balance and non-judgment. So it wakes up a whole world that most of us are just not aware of. So my... Uh, and I have a story of a woman called... Um, doesn't matter, Ellen. I'll call her Ellen. That's not her real name. And she came to me... And when she was a child, she actually was having issues, but her parents tended to judge her or ignore it, ignored it. It wasn't until she was in her 20s that she was able to um, get tests done and they found out that she had this, a disease, an actual disease. Well, by that stage, she was quite overweight and had been uh, ostracised, pushed aside, didn't, and brilliant woman, brilliant, and, and had become educated, but didn't follow her passion because of this uh, lack of body connection. She'd actually, when I asked her to, when she came to me as a client, when I asked her to breathe, she could only breathe, not even breathe to her throat. She had no awareness because that had always been pushed aside and then she had an illness. And often what we do when we've got pain or we've got some sort of something, we're trying to fix it, we're trying to push it aside, we're trying to um, get rid of it rather than turn around and embrace it, rather than turn around and say, well, what's the underlying message it's holding here? What's the information it has for me? And that's what we did together and it's really quite changed her life. So that is so fascinating because... You know, all my life I've been kind of a mental guy, you know, mm -hmm. like logic and reason. Mm -hmm. um, and the idea that the body speaks to us and has its own intelligence and wisdom is, you know, something that's fairly new for me. I mean, mm. um, and I can see how so often our body's trying to tell us something and we just ignore it. Maybe this is what some people call intuition or... I've got a bad feeling about this, but yet so often we don't listen to that because we put greater predominance in what we think is logical or the right thing to do. Absolutely. And it's so interesting how you you mentioned kind of the loosening of this patriarchal grip, and, and now we have a you know a woman candidate for president yes. who it looks like may very well become our first woman president. So mm. I definitely see that shift happening. What do you think? I know you work with back and neck pain, so... What do you think are some of the root causes in your experience of neck and back pain? Over-anxious, over-worry, over-thinking, over-doing, over-giving, over-stressing, fatigue, exhaustion. And underneath that is I'm or, an over-responsible, an over-responsible self. And underneath that is they're not listening. So they're being driven by one, the one self, which is the mind usually, and the shoulds and the judgmental self and the critical self and the self that says I should be like this um, and not listening 
to something that's underlying that's really a deep need or a deep want. So let me tell you another story of a woman who I'm seeing right now who came into me and said, I've ticked all the boxes. I've got the husband, the house, the family, the job, the dog, you know, ticked. I've got the friends, I go to the, you know, blah, blah, blah. I've got it all and I have, I'm miserable. And she had very acute neck pain. And underlying in that neck pain is there's no joy. She's been a very responsible kid, very responsible since she was a kid. And so there was just no, in her, there's no access to the body, joy. So when we move into the body, when we have that body awareness, we can access joy and our creativity and do playful things and fun things. So everything for her was serious and had to have a purpose and she had to be responsible. So there was no fun, there was no joy, there was no just, you know, relaxing and just hanging out. Everything was sort of, quote-unquote, serious. And so neck and back pain comes from uh, being caught often in a self or caught in a way of being and there's... And, and body symptoms. It's not just back and pain, it's body symptoms. But that predominantly is, you know, what I... Um, usually with body symptoms, there's often back and neck pain as well. So, you know, there'll be digestive issues or a thyroid issue or something, but there'll also be back and neck pain. It usually turns up. And usually there's an anxiousness and over-worrier there. But underlying is this, that there's this part of them that's just not being accessed. It's hidden. It's, and that's why the body never lies. The body tells the truth. So it's wonderful. I love doing my work because I have to work it out I just move in, you move into the body, you listen to the body, and then the wisdom, the truth is in there. The, the work for me is getting through the mind, and the mind can be very challenging to let go. So there's technique, to, I have tools and techniques to find my way, find around the tricky mind, the, the trickster of the mind, if you will. That, and usually that's because it's a protecting, it's trying to protect, right? Because it's trying to keep you safe, because often... These things, there's a childhood wound. There's something younger that, you know, happened when they were younger that hmm. set up a protection. Hmm. Well, I would imagine that there was a time when we spent a lot more time kind of sitting around in the sun, in the grass, kind of mm. able mm. to be more present to our bodies and what our bodies were doing. And now, of course, you know, we're such mental beings, you know, exactly. with our devices and, and, you know, reading this or that on the Internet. And so, you know... If we don't get some exercise or some physical movement, then we could have literally no connection to the body other than I'm hungry or I'm tired or I'm thirsty. And no connection. I mean, I've watching, I've just been traveling and I've watched, you know, kids with their heads down, you know, poking on the, their iPhone or their phone. And we're going past this beautiful scenery or there's an experience happening or something, you know, so they're missing there's a richness that's that's being missed. So and and then everybody's so busy. You know, you've got to go here, you've got to go there. Yeah. I heard of a kid yesterday or on the weekend who had to do a six a.m. swim. I mean, who does? It's crazy. Not me. No, <laughs> no. But I'm just. There's not. Yes, there's not the leisure that mm. there used to be. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. So what do you do, or how do you handle a, a client when you identify the root cause or causes of their pain? How do you how do you deal with that? So we take people through a process of accessing, find, there's techniques, there's tools and techniques to access the uh, body awareness. So breath, sensation tracking, I use some movement. 
Um, not a lot of you, you did a particular. Uh, I've, I've done a lot of movement as part of a way of accessing the somatic experience. I don't always do that much. Depends on who the person is and and how what we need to get into the body. But certainly breath, sensation tracking, some sort of movement, and then find so getting a person aware that they've even got a body. Number one. Mm. Then finding going to the place where the pain is, and finding out. You know, what's there? What's, what's the pain holding? I'm tight, I'm constricted, I'm mad. Yesterday I had a client who, in her thoracic spine, so her mid-spine, was really angry that her dad had had affairs. Hmm. And then underlying that is actually an unhappiness in her own marriage and, hmm. and not willing to compromise and, 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 you know, attracted to other people but not willing to compromise because she was so mad at how his affairs destroyed her mom. I would imagine that even just having that awareness, like this is still stuck in me, exactly. uh, is helpful Huge. or in some way a release. Yeah. And, and an, a, uh, a girl, a young girl, she's in her uh, 20s who's suffering from anxiety and her, the root cause of her anxiety is her dad left and then mum and dad and it was just she felt so bad for her dad that he had to leave the house. Hmm. that now she's just this complete she gets anxious anytime she's anybody goes to leave or anytime there's conflict or hmm. so um and so once you um once i identify what the pain is holding then we have to find the solution hmm. the solution but what does that part that's hurting which is usually underneath the pain is the hurt hmm. and then underneath the hurt what does it need to feel good again? What does it need to feel loved again or taken care of? Mm. Or what does it need so it can transform and not keep holding on to that? So the woman I talked about is in her 70s. Mm -hmm. So she's had that since she was a young girl. Uh, again, the girl that, I'm, uh, that I talked about with the anxiety, she was, um, she's had that since she was three. You know, so people, we hang on, we hold on. So that's another reason it's very important to have body awareness because we hang mm. on to things. We hang on to our experiences and then we hold them in the body. And if we don't mm. bring it to light, if we don't give it a voice, it festers and it becomes much worse than just body pain. Hmm. And so body awareness allows us to access issues or unresolved conflicts in, that are being stored in the body and then release them in some way. And I certainly experienced this, um, and I'm so grateful for having had the opportunity to work with you mm. fairly recently mm. um, over the phone. And I wasn't so much in pain, but just feeling a sense of, like, unfulfillment um, that really didn't have anything to do with my relationship or my kids. There was just something missing. And um, in our work together, what was missing was more connection with, going outside, in particular the desert, uh, which is really important to me. I spent 20 years in, in the desert and really kind of found myself. So I, I called the desert, the Sonoran Desert out in Arizona, my spiritual birthplace. Mm. And it's interesting because when I was in my early 20s, I got craniosacral therapy and I was having lots of neck pain. And that same thing came up like the desert is important, you know. So mm, here I am like 30 years later being right. reminded of that. So that was really awesome. Um, Tarni, is there some wisdom you can share that might be helpful to people listening that have neck or back pain? Is there some uh, information you can offer to our listeners? Yeah, absolutely. I'd just like to comment, though, what you just said 
Ted, and that was beautiful about... Uh, so, Ted, was, you were saying you felt a little unfulfilled or just something was off. And so the work we did together was... What I felt was it's like you're in the responsible self or you're doing, you're doing all, you're a good dad, you're a good husband, you're a good practitioner, and there was something that wasn't being attended to. Exactly. And once you found what that was, and that's what the body awareness does, mm. is finding that thing that I'm not being attended to and then attending to it, and once you attend to it, then that feeling goes away. And I'd also suggest that you take time to breathe into your body. Too often... We don't, we're not even aware of the breath so, or the breath in our body. So allow the breath. And if you've got pain, let the breath surround the area of pain or discomfort. And don't try and push it away. And it's very important to be still, to feel and breathe into your body and listen. And just allow something other than your mind to lead. Okay, thank you for that. That's just so fascinating. And, and I have to tell you, you know, as we wrap up, that just um, knowing you and having your association has made me a better practitioner. So mm, I thank, thank you, you for that and for the wisdom that you've given me. So, Tarni, how can people contact you if they want to get in touch with you? You can go to tarnifaloon.com and you can find out information around me, or you can go to tarnifaloon.com forward slash offer. Okay. And in there, um, anybody who's listening to this, please go on and you'll get uh, the first track, I believe, of my CD, which is a body awareness exercise. And then there's a special offer, very, 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 very discounted offer to work with me to just do a session with me, just like you had a session, Ted. Awesome. Well, I highly, highly recommend that if you're listening to this podcast now, that you go to TarniFaloon.com and set up a session with Tarni. You will not regret it. And I'm here to tell you that there's immense benefit to be had from, from working with Tarni. Tarni, thank you so much for taking the time. I know you're a busy person. I really appreciate you letting me bring my portable studio out here to, to do this podcast. Thank you so much. Bless you in the work that you're doing. And thank you, Ted. Appreciate it. <laughs> and love and blessings to you, Tarni. Thanks so much. Okay. Thanks for listening to Ted In Your Head. This podcast has absolutely nothing to do with TED Talks or TEDx or any other TED except me, Ted A. Moreno. Thanks to Bo Astrup for his assistance in producing this podcast. For more information about me or what I do, you can go to my website at tedmoreno.com. Please connect with me on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, Google+, Pinterest, and Tumblr. And remember what J.R.R. Tolkien wrote in his novel, The Lord of the Rings. Not all who wander are lost. <laughs>